on this auspicious day of Sri Krishna Janmashtami, invoke the blessings of Sri Krishna and may his words of blessings enrich our lives in all ways and most of all to have single-pointed devotion at his feet. This is what we can learn from Arjuna. Duryodhana also experienced anxiety, experienced fear, went to his guru to gain solace, but covered his weakness with his arrogance and pretending that he is well off and rather than getting consolation, knowledge and inspiration from his guru, rather he went on throwing insults at his guru. Basically projecting his mind, his pettiness, his weaknesses on his guru. Unlike that, now we shall see Arjuna. What Arjuna experienced was far more than Duryodhana. Because Duryodhana... His mind too preoccupied with his ambitions, his arrogance, overcome his fear at that time. And such type of indiscriminative decisions or indiscriminative actions generally lead to disaster. On the contrary, Arjuna is different. Even the name Arjuna comes from the word Riju. Riju means pure, straightforward. And Arjuna does not hide his feelings from his charioteer, his friend, whom he admired completely. He does not hide his feelings. In fact, tells his honest feelings, what he is feeling, what he is thinking to Krishna. And therefore, he is Arjuna. And that is the difference between Arjuna and Duryodhana. But at this moment, suddenly, when he sees in front of him this whole army, the number of emotions that are rising in him at that time, Overcoming his intellect, he is seeing at one, in one way that this battle is going to be a terrible battle where either he or his relatives are going to die. There is no other choice and that naturally will create an anxiety, both one's own death as well as the death of one's dear and near ones. And here's the situation, you cannot have both. It's either him or them. That is the situation. 
It's not like you can, you know, manage to defeat them. There's no way of defeating them without killing them. And there's no way of them winning without Arjuna dying. So one, we can see that naturally there's an immediate sense of fear. The magnitude of the army in front of him is so large that naturally at that moment that is overcome with fear. That fear again is not really Arjuna is a warrior. He has fought many battles as well as every warrior has to overcome the fear of dying. So that cannot be the only fear that is enveloping him. At the same time, he sees his relatives. Therefore, my relatives. We'll see further how this I and my is the cause of all our suffering. He sees my relatives. And not only my relatives, that everybody in his army had some relative, or most people in his army had some relative or the other in the other army. So you can see not only that I or my relatives are going to die, this war is going to be disastrous. At that moment, we are not able to, the moment we see a challenging situation, the moment we see a very compelling situation, naturally at that time, we are overcome by the emotions. We may not be able to recognize what these emotions are, but we feel it suddenly. Overcome by that emotion suddenly, that either I or my dear ones are going to suffer. And sometimes we can take our own suffering, but we cannot take the suffering of our dear ones. And as parents, you will understand that very clearly. Very often you don't mind suffering yourself. But you cannot see the suffering of your children. Seeing in front of him this army, his mind is enveloped. As Sanjay first says, with pity. Because there are mixed emotions at this moment. But as we go on and as Arjuna goes on speaking, we can see what all is actually going on in his mind. And Arjuna is expressing it openly to Krishna. He is not hiding his feelings. So he first recognizes the symptom that immediately overwhelmed by the magnitude of the army in front of him. Immediately he felt that his limbs are failing. His body is beginning to shake. His mouth is getting parched. These are all symptoms when we are overwhelmed with certain emotions such as fear, anxiety. Now, emotions, even of anxiety, in different situations, suddenly a car goes in front of you. There will be an anxious moment of breaking. Your heart will start palpitating. You save yourself by a quick response. Is it not? However, at that moment, the fear of the accident, etc., all of them 
you keep under control even though they are there and you save yourself but if that emotion overwhelms you if that fear paralyzes you if that attachment makes you incapable then naturally it's not a healthy emotion same way arjuna starts feeling these first symptoms in his body like what's happening to me first we see the gross body gurudev used to explain very beautifully with the bmi chart hmm, that three other equipments that we have the body and in the body we have the sense organs though the sense faculty to see hear smell is in our antakarna in our inner equipments the subtle body hmm? but through the body we perceive through the sense organs we perceive the world of objects with the mind we feel our emotions and with the intellect we think our thoughts thus with these equipments the body mind and intellect we experience the world of objects emotions and thoughts the world that we experience is not just world of star moon earth plants people we also experience the world of emotions we experience a world of thoughts and therefore rishis went to explain when we use the word jagat when we use the word the, the word universe it does not mean just the world of objects but also the world of emotions and thoughts not the world of just inert objects but also the world of plants animals and thinkers human beings thus this is the world of objects we experience with our equipments body mind and intellect the world of objects emotions and thoughts that we experience our senses in the body experience these sense stimuli and these sense stimuli which come from each of our organs the eyes the nose the tongue the ears and the skin these are called as our gnana indriyas or the organs of perception or the sense organs of knowledge by which we experience the world of objects through our senses when these stimuli come and eyes can only see form and color and light ears can only hear sound so at this moment you see this pointer your eyes see the pointer the color right it's a ear that hears the sound my hands touch and feel and know that it is made up of metal see 
Sometimes I may be able to even smell the object. Now each of these stimuli are different, separate. But they all are gathered by the one mind and made into one experience. No? It's made into one experience. This mind which experiences all the stimuli and gathers them is like a clerk that gathers all the information, files and sends it to our intellect. This intellect then processes it according to its past experiences, the impressions it has gathered from the past. These experiences, these impressions, these knowledge bits which it has got gathered from the past, the intellect discriminates and chooses the right course of action, then sends the command to the mind and the mind through the sense organs of action, the hands, the legs, the speech, again the tongue, so speech, the genitals and the anus through which we express in the world outside. So this is how the entire stimuli is reached, uh, reaches us and we express ourselves through action in the world. This is very important to understand first how this whole mechanism takes place so spontaneously. Now, for example, your eyes see something brilliant and shiny. Your body feels a certain warmth or heat. Your ears hear a crackling sound or an explosive sound. You smell, your nose smells something burning. Now, all these different experiences when they reach your mind, it's combined and sent to the intellect. The intellect processes it, analyzes it and recognizes that this is fire and fire burns and there is danger. And therefore, immediately tells the mind, there is danger, run. Hmm? The mind gets the stimuli and immediately starts pumping the blood, sends the stimuli to the body and the body starts pumping blood into your legs and your legs race out from there. Hmm? See, this is how it happens. Now, this goes on simultaneously. However, suppose there was some communication gap between the mind and the intellect. Yeah. What would happen? When the mind cannot understand the intellect, it itself is so overwhelmed with certain emotions, likes, dislikes, attachments. 
when it is overwhelmed with it, then there becomes a gap between the mind and the intellect. They cannot, the intellect cannot think clearly because the information the mind gives is colored by its emotion, not as it is. It's colored by its emotion, colored by its wants, colored by its desires. And therefore, this mind which works instinctively, when there is a horde of vasanas such as likes, dislikes, repressed, suppressed emotions, and when they emerge suddenly, the colored mind sends the wrong information to the intellect or colored by its own emotions. The intellect gets the wrong information and with the wrong information naturally makes the judgment and whatever the intellect makes the judgment, the mind does what it feels like doing. See, this is continuously happening. It's very important to understand. If we don't understand this, then we don't understand what happened to Arjuna, what happens to us. If you read the introduction to the Bhagavad Gita that Gurudev has given with this commentary, therefore, to understand Arjuna's dilemma is so important because here we can see how his mind is beginning to interfere with the judgment of his intellect. And when it becomes extreme, even the intellect begins to give the wrong judgment. This is how the fall takes place. Once you've understood this, now it becomes clear what is happening to Arjuna right now. And when something similar happens to us, when we see the similar symptoms in our body, we feel the similar confusions in our mind. And when we start justifying our feelings, we know we are in the Arjuna state. That's why it's being pointed out to us. So that when we start falling, we can check it immediately. And then only we will understand that there is a factor, the impressions, the likes, dislikes, desires that we have gathered through our actions in the past, which at the moment influences our mind. And this pressure of the vastness compels the mind in a particular direction. It colors the mind in a particular hue or a different color. And therefore, our intellectual judgments in the situations get colored. At the same time, the mind is incapable of performing the action and there is total confusion. This is how this is happening. Now that we have understood this, then you will understand what is this Arjuna's confusion and what is Krishna's solution. So please remember this very clearly and read the commentary that Gurudev has written about 
this in the introduction you will find it and that's what Gurudev explained through the BMI chart so simply that the picture will remain in your mind. So we have the mind and the intellect and when a divorce takes place between the mind and the intellect naturally the mind behaves in its own manner and we have seen mind is blind and if we also blindfold the intellect to follow the blind mind rather than the blind mind be guided by the visionary intellect naturally what will take place is disaster is this clear see the picture becomes so clear if we understand the bhagavad gita with this knowledge thank you for tuning in to this episode by the chinmaya mission if you like what you hear please consider subscribing if you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.